Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Hello, welcome. It's Amanda here and welcome to Creating in Faith. So glad that you could join me. And if this is your first time every week, I choose a word and I begin to talk about, I talk about it and um, see how it relates for me to creativity and my creative practice. And it's just really a way of looking for, looking for what? Um, it's, it's a way of looking for a way into your creativity because sometimes you need to approach it from different ways and it's not always the direct way. It's not always you go into your studio and you feel like painting, you know, so what is it you, you feel like doing? And if you can't think about, if you can't think what you feel like doing, you've got to find ways, other ways to get in. So for me, um, looking at the words that, looking at different words is a way that helps me be more creative. And I shared a bit about, you know, the, the, I shared the word motiva motivated last week. And so, yeah, this is another way, another thing, another tool I use that helps me kind of show up and, you know, create. And when I don't feel like creating a particular thing, I move on to something else. You know, I might move on to acrylics over um, oils. I haven't actually used oils um, recently. There is, there is an oil painting that's been sitting in my studio on the wall for the longest and it needs, um, finishing up but um yeah so that's another thing or um i'll be spending a long a long time doing uh, more textile projects and pieces and um i'd love to share some of those with you over time so today the word is fondness and as i look at the word i'm thinking fondness you know do you want to, how do you want to use it? I mean, how would you use it in, um, for yourself when you think about your creative practice? You know, do you have a fondness for a particular supply? You know, would you use that word in that way? That I've got a fondness for ink-tense pencils. No, I love ink-tense pencils. Um, and uh, maybe, it's a way in which we can trick the critic and I'm all for tricking the critic because sometimes the critic can be quite brutal and very offhand and, you know, say things that do not necessarily help you in that particular moment. But maybe, you know, you have to think of ways in which you can maybe not uh, make something um, really glaringly obvious because you don't want the critic to come in and then throw their mouth all over it and then, you know, detract from the thing that actually was a really beautiful thing. Um, so fondness, fondness. I have a fondness 
or um, I like writing. So I, I, I guess I would use words that were a bit more kind of powerful. And when I think of my creativity, um, it's it's about the joy, the love that I have, the you know the passion. I'm very passionate about creating. I'm very passionate about all the. I'm very passionate about all the things that I do and showing up for myself and showing up in different ways. And I've put in different tools in place so that um, I can work on something else if I'm not feeling one thing at a particular moment. And sometimes I have to bring myself back. So maybe I have the fondness for myself in terms of being able to spend time with myself creating and encouraging myself. So it starts from that basis, you know, I love, I love pl playing with the tools that I have and I love engaging with others about creativity. Um, I love, you know, encouraging others to be creative. And I, I, I keep saying this, it is your responsibility as an artist to create um, and to show up and, you know, start, start by thinking about showing up for yourself. Because if you're not showing up for yourself, how can you show up for somebody else? And to really put the time into doing the things that you know that you need to do, you know that you wanna do. Um, and then all the bits in between about whether you, um, you know, are looking at your professional practice and taking time out to learn new things. So I think it, it starts, again, if we look at that word, the fondness for what I'm doing, then pushes me to be motivated and driven to make sure that I spend time in my creative practice, not only learning new techniques and looking at new tools, but looking at what I'm already doing, looking at how I can make it grow, how I can do things differently, looking at what other people are doing and for those moments of inspiration, because as I say, sometimes, you know, it, it definitely, you do definitely have to have systems in place that you can dip into, your little toolkit of things that you can dip into and say, okay, well, you know, I'm not feeling like painting, so what I'm gonna do is lay down some um, different textures of paper into this art journal page. Um, so you definitely have to do that. And when you look at the work of other people, sometimes that can motivate you to think, oh yeah, I wanna try, you know, working with some of my suppliers that I worked with. And um, sometimes it can have the opposite effect where you just think, oh my gosh, what is it I'm doing? Like I did that with the, um, there was a post I did a couple of weeks ago and I was looking at the playing with scraps and it's just like you build up these scraps and you've got them to use and sometimes it's good just to you know sit down and okay add the scraps to a journal page or start another piece with just uh, scraps and um, after I did the first one I was thinking what is that you know what does that look like you know that doesn't show the breadth of your work and it was just like it doesn't have to because this is just a part of one of the things that I'm doing 
you know, this isn't the finished product, um, the finished image, and why does it have to look like, you know, you, you're thinking of, oh my gosh, but X and Y draws or paints so beautifully, or when they're doing it, it looks amazing. And, uh, you know, maybe it does look amazing, but it doesn't, you know, detract from what you're doing or what you can do. And so I had to say to myself, look, that's just part one. You know, I didn't have to finish it. I didn't have to finish that page. But what I was showing people is how they get started. And so I had to kind of, you know, give myself that little talking to. And it was just like, don't look at somebody else's journey and look at the stage they're at and start comparing because you don't know how long they've been doing it, what it took to get them to that point, or um, the sacrifices they made to learn that particular skill to draw in that particular way or paint. And your journey is your journey. So I had to really kind of, you know, say to myself, yeah, okay. And then I did the next week and I've still got a week to do where I finish off the image. And you'll see that on my Arts and Wellness Wednesday this week. I'm gonna try and finish it. But um, yeah, it's the way that you treat yourself and you have to start nurturing yourself and loving yourself, especially as an artist, because we've heard so many negative words used around being able to be an artist and that it was you know, not being seen as a career path that you can really you know establish yourself in and you know loads of people even that even though and I've heard this out of the same said same people's mouth um you know it's like yeah you know find your passion you know be creative and all of this kind of stuff but yet you know they talk about a fallback you know something to fall back on on you know well not everybody not everybody does make millions from their art, and I'm not saying that I need to. Um, I'm not saying that I wouldn't mind if I did, so you know, I'm keeping the door open there. But to say that, you know, um, oh, you've been doing it for this amount of years and it's you've not been successful. It's like, how do you measure success? Your measure of success is not necessarily mine. And so, you know, we're going to have to agree to disagree. And, or they don't know your intention. You know, your intention is to engage with a, a, said, a, a said certain amount of people. I don't know why I said it like that. Uh, it just felt right. But a, a certain amount of people that that could be your goal. And so, you know, not looking at where other people are at is really important. And defining success for yourself, not you know, allowing other people to make judgments on you. But it's that those are the things that we have going on around us and people saying these things. And so you have to battle your own critic who's going to be saying, what is that? What are you doing? You know, who do you think you are? And then you're battling also the outside voices, the other voices of people who um, they may feel insecure about themselves. They may feel that about, you know, all the things that they're saying to you. It could be what they're talking or saying to themselves. And so you have to really just not bother listening to what other people are saying and not care, but have this fondness, I'll get that word back in, um, and a love for what it is you're doing and be true to, be true to yourself. Um, and what I mean by that is to really know what it is you want, know 
what you're willing to sacrifice in terms of the journey and enjoy it and not let anybody dissuade you because they might say oh no you don't want to do that because I did it and it didn't work out right and it's just like yeah but that was you we're two different people coming from two different experiences just because it didn't work out for you doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to work out for me so um, actually I'll beg to differ and disagree <laughs> while you hold your head up while you hold your hand up and you kind of uh, swaying your head from side to side as you try and emphasize your point but um yeah i want you to think about that and think about the things you know all the things i've talked about and um what the word fondness means for you and um how that then translates into your creative practice and how you're going to spend more time focusing on the things that you love to do and be a blessing to yourself and to others. Okay, so take care for now. I will see you soon and look forward to seeing what kind of things you come up with and how you have interpreted the word going forward. Take care, so see you soon. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.